Welcome everybody to What's Up Bolts. I'm Fernando Ramirez. That's Sunglass Don and Hat Wearing Son of a Gun is Dan in Dago. Woo! Woo! Uh, this weekend, Chargers, Chiefs, it all comes down to this win. And you're in, right, Dan? Shut up, idiot. Stop trying to give me false hope and trying to hide this up to be something other than it is, and that's a dumpster bowl. Well, this weekend, the Chargers have a chance to hit Patrick Mahomes, don't they? Yeah, right. Yeah, you know what? right. Let's see. Let, let, let's bring on Andy Reid, and let's see. Coach Reid, will Patrick Mahomes play this weekend? Let, let's see what uh, Andy Reid has to say. Look forward to the challenge of playing the Chargers. Um, you know, Giff has been put in that position as a head coach. The guys are playing hard for him. And, um, you know, that's uh, we're we going to have a good week of preparation. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, uh, Pat won't play. Um, so Blaine will take uh, over at that spot. And then um, we'll rotate the other guys in as we go. So, uh but we look forward to the challenge of getting ready, and we got to make sure that we have a good week of preparation. That time, sure. Coach, you have a couple of players mixed up who aren't practicing. Is it best to keep them completely out of the game, or do you want to rotate them as well? Yeah, I want them to rehab and get themselves ready to go as needed. You know, so but no difference. Stay aggressive on the rehab part of it, and uh, we go from there. You have a couple guys who are close to like milestones or incentives. Is that a priority this week, getting these guys into those numbers? Yeah, it depends. You know, depends on what the milestone is. <laughs> Let's say it's a, an eight straight 1,000 yard season. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. See how that all that goes. Do, do they have, what's the conversation like when you have those? Um, probably one sided. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously uh patrick mahomes will not play uh this weekend um it sounds like that was the only uh that was the only guy that uh andy yeah, reed said everybody else yeah. yeah it sounds like everybody else will be rotating in so it'll be blaine gabbert versus easton stick uh, this Sunday, just like everybody had predicted in, in May when the schedule came out, I'm sure, uh, I speak for all Charger fans where I say, I did not think we'd be here at the end of the year, man. <laughs> and you know, the crazy part is Dan, is that the chiefs can't go anywhere from this point. I mean, they're, yeah, I mean, they're they locked have, into the, they're locked yeah. into the third, uh, into the third yeah. seat. You know, the crazy part is Dan, is that. If the Bills beat the Miami Dolphins and some weirdo stuff happens, it could be Miami at Kansas City next weekend. Yeah, as a wild card team. That would be crazy. Yeah, that would be really crazy. But, I mean, and we'll get into a little bit of this, but uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, to see what happens um, this weekend. Because, I mean, obviously... It sounds like Travis Kelsey should get some snaps here. Because, um, I mean, and Andy Reid was asked about it. Kelsey's at a – I mean, Kelsey's kind of had a weird season. Yeah, that's not been good. He's 16 yards away from 1,000, and that would be his one, two – then that's what he was asked. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth straight season, and that's what he was asked. He's like, what about an eighth straight – uh thousand yard season and that would be Travis Kelsey. But it's still been a good year for him. It's just been different than in years yeah. past. And that's because it's been kind of a struggle. I mean if you look at it right and I'm I have his stats right here. Um the touchdowns are the lowest it's been since 2019 and the yards are at its <laughs> lowest point that it's been since 2017. So, uh, and I mean, in 2017, they had Tyree kill. So at this point, they don't have Tyree kill. They don't have a Tyree kill. They're struggling on offense. They have not looked good in weeks. Uh, the last time that they probably looked good was against the chargers. And the only reason was, is because 
Brandon Saley did some. Oh not, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did not do. Uh, I mean, not lock up was, Kelsey. That was the last. I mean, the last. Okay, against the Bills, six catches, eighty-three. Against the Packers, four eighty for eighty-one. Against the Raiders, six for ninety-one. The Raider game that they, uh, the Raider game that they uh, won, not the one that they lost. Yeah. But against the Chargers was the last time he's only had two one hundred yard games this year. It was against the Broncos, the game that they won on Thursday night, nine catches, one twenty-four, and then the one where he had that incredible first half against the Chargers. Yeah. Then they like switched to man sixteen yards. Yeah. Uh, and then in the second half, they switched to man, and uh, they kind of were able to control him a little bit more. Uh, he had 12 catches for 179 uh, in the second half, or I mean, in the whole game for a t- and a touchdown. Um, so that'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to also, uh, I'm sure Dan is wondering if uh, if uh, Taylor Swift will be there as well. Um, I am not so- wondering. I am not wondering. I don't need... I don't need any of that manure. It's already going to be a but, hard game to watch. But uh, real quick, uh, let's go right now uh, and listen to uh, Derwin James and uh, hear a little bit from Derwin James. He's going to talk about not playing against Travis Kelsey or not playing against Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes and getting to play against Travis Kelsey and just kind of what those uh, games are like. So let's. Let's hear Dan, you're gonna like this first part a lot. <laughs> Should pull up the photo of when he body slammed his ass. Does that mean anything to you? No, nah, we ain't in the playoffs. So, no. He's probably at their best. Is that something you're thinking about? No Mahomes possibly. I definitely wanted to play him. I definitely wanna every time you want to I want to compete against the best. But like I said, whoever they show up out there, man, we got a job to do and um I can't can't wait to get out there. Disappointing would it be if your friend Travis wasn't out there? I like playing against Travis. It's, it's a lot of fun. So um, it's it's a lot of fun. We play a great player, and um, like I say, they um, it's gonna be there soon. Is that, is that one of those things like you know each other? You, you have that kind of rapport. Where yeah, we know each other, man. And we're not hiding, hiding hiding from each other. We know each other. He know who I am. I know who he is. And um, like I say, it's always fun. When we get to compete against each other. That's what we. So you know, in that first part, because you were still yapping, uh, he was asked, uh, <laughs> "How does it feel being close to getting to hundred yard or hundred tackles? Does that mean anything?" And he said, "No, because we're not in the playoffs." Yeah, exactly. It's like that, and that's the thing, right? Like I don't understand really where all this Derwin hate's been coming from lately. You know, I understand uh, there's been some missed tackles and miscues and stuff like that, but I mean that's going to happen when you know the defense isn't clicking. You know, I still think and he he's has to an pick excellent. Up a lot of that slack, exactly. And he they're asking him to play hero ball, which that shouldn't be the case. But I still think Derwin James is a, is a high player. I think he brings a lot to the table that people underestimate. I think he needs to come back next year more than anything because of leadership and everything else. And I think you get in the right head coach, he's going to be a focal point. And I know, you know, as an offensive line coach, it's hard for me to say this, but he uh, he's going to be a focal point of that defense, even from the safety position, because he brings that physicality. He brings that leadership. Like, And those are the type of guys you want in the locker room, I'm sure. Like, I can't imagine right now how hard of a job Derwin James has as a team captain, as a leader and everything else, trying to motivate the guys for uh, essentially the last game of the season. That means, you know, absolutely nothing except for draft boards in future and obviously in future things that doesn't really. We all know who Charger fans want. In a sense, this guy's your Patrick Willis. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows who the Charger fans want as their next head coach. If we're looking at it in, from that vantage point, this guy's your Patrick Willis. I wish they would move him in the box a few times, like in the middle. I would well, love yeah. to see that. Low that key. would be interesting to see. But this guy's your basically your Patrick Willis. Like, yeah, he's the heart and soul of this defense. Yeah, and so, he's gonna he's gonna hit bring the hammer yeah. too every time he gets a shot. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was basically what uh, what he had to say about um, about that um, for the Charger side of things. Let's go to Giff Smith and hear what he has oh, to say about. I love hearing of, his press conferences. Some of the guys that uh, are kind of questionable, uh, and guys like Joey Bosa and Keenan Allen that haven't played yet. Keenan, Joey, back this year. 
you know, those guys, uh, honestly, they haven't progressed their bodies like we thought they would and they thought it would. Uh, so I think chances are probably slim. I'm not going to rule anybody out on a Wednesday, but, uh, you know, it's Wednesday. been a to play the game, so it, it, it'll probably be difficult. For any, anyone else that's injured, kind of Zion, or are they different? No, I think they're different, and uh, they're working on the side right now. And we'll just see how it goes day by day. But uh, I, I see them differently than the other two. Is Josh on a protocol, or he's not out, but he's progressing through it. Uh, uh, had a good day, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Do you have a sense of just maybe the level of disappointment for Joey? Obviously, you know, wanted to, like you said, was really working hard to, to come back. Yeah, I, I don't know if y'all got to see him, but he really was – I mean, he was so close. And, um, you know, I, I feel for him. And uh, I know he's frustrated by it. Uh, such a gifted player and a, a great team guy. And uh, I know he's extremely disappointed in it throughout the year that it's kind of gone the way it has. And uh, he's got a lot of uh, great ball ahead of him, and uh, hopefully he can get back to 100%. Just for him, I mean, how much do you think those early injuries, you know, the fit, the toe, the hamstring early on in the season. It just felt like the, the season ended up kind of being a, a battle for him from, from an injury standpoint. Yeah, Daniel. I mean, it's one of those is, 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 you know, I hate the term snake bitten and all that, but it just seemed like it was all unique injuries that kind of happened to him. And, uh, you know, I just, I hate it for him personally. And uh, I was obviously been with him for the number of years I've been with him and uh, the growth and the, just the quality of the person and player, you, you hate to see him go through that. And uh, but he's a he's a warrior. He'll battle back. He's gonna play. So uh, from what we got, Garner from Giff Smith is that uh, Joey and Keenan Allen, as of right now, will not be going on uh, on Sunday. And I mean, in a sense, they kind of do give you a better chance to to win. To win. Yeah. So, I mean, but, for someone in Keenan's position, like. <laughs> I would rather save my body, especially if he's going to try and give it another go next year. Like, there's no sense in wasting. Well, I don't want to say wasting time because that's, that's kind of like messed up. Like he's abandoning his teammates, but I wouldn't like come back at all, especially if he's not 100. percent I mean, Herbert was in, and you know, you we were fighting for a playoff spot. All right, you'll tough it out, but not, no, but not no, for this. There's no point. Yeah, no, no. And why get? What if you end up getting hurt? Like worse or more? Hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's no, yeah, like you said, there's no point in that. Like, just come back healthy next year uh, and do what you're going to do. And and the same for, I mean, and I know there's frustration with Joey Bosa as yeah. well. But, yeah. But, like, my I thing mean, is, like, I'm starting to wonder, like, what it is. I feel like he's so uh, injury prone. And I don't know if it's, like, he's being overused, overworked, or what it is, like. Because, you know, supposedly he's always training out in Florida for OTAs or whatever it is. So, because, like, when he's on the field, dude, he is all gas, no freaking breaks. To use your favorite quote, Frown, the guy is a dog and he hunts. But it's like the problem is getting him on the field. And it's like one of the games where he was used kind of as a sub for, like, special moments. You know, he went off. I forgot what game that was this year where he was kind of, like, backing up Thule. And then kind of, yeah, and he would kind of bring him in New like York. for certain certain scenarios and kind of like limit his snaps. He looked good, but I mean, you're not gonna get paid thirty million to be like uh, on a snap count, dude. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and it's, I don't even think he's thirty, right? Isn't he like twenty eight or twenty seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you still got a lot of football left. Like, especially you see Von Miller doing it at forty. Like, no, and we all know the Chargers have a lot of decisions to make after yeah. this uh after this season because i mean what are you gonna do with him what are you gonna do with uh because part of me seriously part of me seriously is like i love joey i think he's a great player i think he brings a lot to your team but i just don't think the price tag right now is worth it to me like well and that's why you're gonna have to do something with those big four uh yeah. guys that are owed a lot of money next year and uh and that's why i had said before the season like Tom Telesco knew his job was on the line. Like he went all in with all four of those contracts, backtracking them and doing all that. And, and uh, that's why they decided to do what they did. And now you're kind of seeing what's uh, what's going on there. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with, um, with, uh, with those big, with those four, with Joey, with Keenan, with Mike, with uh, Khalil. And also, 
from their point of view, do they want to come back? That's I the mean, biggest thing. Especially from like Khalil's point of view, where he's like, Hey, I've been in the NFL for 10 years. And I mean, if you look at it, never sniffed the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, and it and, and it sucks. He's been on the Raiders, he's been yeah. on some losing teams on the Raiders, been on some losing Bears, teams with the Bears, he's yeah. been on some losing teams with the Chargers. Well, yeah, he was on a winning team last year, but then on the losing team this year. Yeah. So it's like Maybe he decides, you know what? Maybe I'll take less money and go play for uh, a team that has a, a chance. Yeah. See him and over there he, with uh, the two longest tenured Chargers, Keenan yeah. and, and Joey. That's who, yeah. when something, and and unfortunately, that's what happens when something goes wrong. Like last year in Jacksonville, the two people everyone in the media always turns to are Joey and Keenan. Why? Because Joey and Keenan are the guys that. Uh, that everybody been, knows are the yeah. longest tenured Chargers, and they've been through yeah. this shit. I mean, <laughs> there's Keenan no other way to put it. Yeah, like Keenan one, like Keenan last year looked at me and he goes, "You've been here, like you know that, like you know how this." And I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, like, and, and like there was nothing, like there was nothing else Keenan could say." And it sucks for them. So, I mean, even Keenan and, and Joey and any, because I mean, Mike was only a year after Joey. So, I mean, those guys have to figure out if they want to be here as well. So, I mean, and, and honestly, like, and I've been around since I came in with Keenan as well. So, I know that Keenan's always been a team first guy. He's just not one of those rah rah outspoken yeah, guys. No, no. Keenan's team first, Mike team first, even though people don't see it from Joey, Joey's team first as well. All like uh, yeah for the last few years, um, especially during training camp, uh, he would pull Chris Rumpf off to the side. Um, he would pull uh, this year. It was Thule who would he would pull off. He's always pulled off like the young pass rushers spoke to them, young players, guys like that. I mean, hell, Joey was one of the ones telling me like, "Hey, you need to watch out for ten. Like, ten's gonna be special." Casey Hayward was another guy that would tell, "Hey, ten, <laughs> like." 10's legit, and you'd be like, oh, okay, like, we saw him. Like, because, like, the only yeah. time we got to see him during training camp during that COVID, COVID yeah, was uh, he threw a, a pick six right at Melvin Ingram. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we hadn't really seen much from him. So uh, going back to what you were saying, uh, yeah, I think the only thing people are thinking about right now about Joey Boza is the video of him eating cereal at the – I forgot what game that was. If I was but you the wonder, Ravens, but that, that, he had a foot injury. Like, wh what did people want him to like take a bench? Stand, sit yeah, on the bench. Like, yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, it, like honestly, get, too. The yeah, biggest thing is, who honestly, I'm a raisin brand guy. I like raisin brand. So what? Uh, you guys are gonna I'm shit gonna on eat me some cereal. I want some dessert. Give me some Lucky Charms. Some no more. No, that's too much. You know how many calories are in that? I know. I need to be better after I get back from Nashville. I'll be better. I have 30 days. No contract negotiations. Oh yeah, sorry. Contract negotiations. That's gonna be one of them. I need a. Are you gonna, take, are you gonna take Gilberto to the cleaners? Oh yeah, I'm taking everything he has. No cats though. I don't want that. I don't want those <laughs> things. I'm taking everything he has. Uh, but and, and and that's the thing, and that's why like that's why you need somebody to like change the culture. Like you need somebody to come in. And, and honestly, when Brandon Saley first came in, he said all the right things. Yeah. He said, like, they brought me in to stop 15. Yeah. And the first game, he gave a lot of people hope. Yeah. You went in there. You, like, you put your balls on the table and you said, we're not scared of you. Yeah. Fourth and nine, fourth and five. With the wind, and Gilbert and I were both there. The wind was blowing crazy. Like Tristan Vizcayano was the kicker, and he yeah. had missed an extra point. And they decided to not kick the field goal, and they decided to go for it on fourth and five, fourth and four. And then there's a false start. It turns into a fourth and nine. Herbert throws a Jalen Guyton. There's a, a pass interference. They go down the field. They score a touchdown. They go up. Mahomes gets the ball back. Mahomes throws it up. I thought it was going to be a pass interference or something called that. I thought he had just yeah. thrown it up. Yeah. And Alohi Gilman picks it off. And then the Chargers, like, basically end the game there. And I'm like, whoa, like, okay, maybe that was, like, a staple win. But then there was just, like, instances where you're like, there was a lot of stupid losses. Yeah. There was too and many then, flashes and, of brilliance. And then yeah, yeah, the and, mediocrity. And then, and then yeah. let's just go. Let's go to the Raiders game. Yeah. 
your defense, like that was the year that they were doing the whole thing with Kenneth Murray of outs. Was that the year? Where they were moving him in between outside so like edge or whatever, and, yeah, that, yeah, and that edge? by far was terrible. That was a okay. Terrible decision. But then in that game, you decide to move him back inside. Yeah, yeah, and he was in there. After, and there then, was someone else who was starting over him. I can't remember. Oh, maybe it was Kaiser no, White or somebody. It was Kaiser. The, and the then on the final was, drive, Kaiser wasn't on the field at all, and it was him inside. The was, it's like what? Kaiser White, Drew Tranquil, and him. Like what was going on with that whole rotation? Oh, yeah, yeah. But that wasn't the point. When Mike Williams scored that touchdown with no time left, I thought because that Austin Eckler play that was this that was dumb. Like oh yeah, the fourth and one on your the own fourth 20, and two yeah. or one or whatever, and then on yeah, your that own side they score a touchdown. Okay, you, you get past that. The fact that you did not go for two after Mike, like I, I would not have game. trusted my defense to go for that. I uh, thought the same in thing, overtime. Dude. I your defense was gas. Your defense had given up a lot of plays in that game. Yep. I would not have tried. Like Staley in that, I actually thought that first year, and 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 I mean, I'll, I'll 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 be honest. That year, I thought, wow, okay, Staley, like Staley's showing some stuff that we had never, like we hadn't really seen. Like he had taken a lot of risks, and you're like, okay, like I thought there was a way, a reason to take the risk. 2022, he decided like. Somebody, I think somebody told him like, "Hey, you need to scale it back, dude." Like that's you yeah. did a lot of, but in in twenty twenty one, if he doesn't take like if he doesn't take a lot of like risks, they only have five wins. Of, yeah, yeah, they would have had five wins or less. Yeah, maybe. yeah, but no, but going back to that Raider game, like I thought that was a risk he needed to take, and they probably like they would have come because the Raiders defense was gas at that point. Even that Mike like Mike Williams was gas on that play, in my opinion. The one where he on that fourth down, yeah, that, uh, fourth Herbert, and twenty-one or something. No, no, like that. no, no, no. The one where Herbert throws it, sides arms it to him, and he had kind of open lane to the side, and he gets caught in overtime. Yeah, and then they end up kicking the field goal, and then that's when Josh Jacobs ran out the clock, and then they kicked yeah. that field goal to win it. I thought, uh, I thought they should have just won the game on that two point, live and die by it. F it. That's the that was your whole season. F that was the mantra. Yeah, just yeah. go in there, do the two point. Hell, you were away. That way, you had come back from being down with four minutes left. Four minutes. There was like five minutes left. You were already yeah. down by yeah. two touchdowns. You came back. I would have just done your best two point conversion. Especially the son of Odin was hot. Especially because that Chargers team. I'm just gonna be completely honest. I uh. I thought they could have. I I, I think because remember they went into Cincinnati and they they bull rushed Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think because I don't know. I, I think they would have gone into Buffalo or they would have gone somewhere else. I think they could have done some damage that year. But I mean, I know we're reminiscing and talking about old stuff, but that's, yeah, that's because you got Blaine Gabber versus Easton Stick. Yeah, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens. Yeah, when you have, uh, but it, it, it's just a little bit of what. Um, uh, of what kind of it was but that's why i'm saying like you need somebody who's really gonna move come in and move the needle for gm you need somebody who's gonna draft well and who's gonna make that's the correct the biggest move. thing yeah like look at less need and i mean in a sense like uh vic uh was right on on compas on the beat like what uh a lot of people thought that after and i mean even gilbert and i said it like we thought, well, no, we didn't say that. What we said was the Rams gave up everything to win that one Super Bowl. Yeah. But then they quickly came back because they hit on draft picks. Yeah. And that's what good general managers do. Like, yeah, they give up all those draft picks to win that one Super Bowl. Now that's what the Chargers need. I'm sorry, Tom Telesco did not hit on draft picks. God, Go no. back and look. God, he no. failed more than he hit, and I'm just being completely honest. I'd even argue against the hits, dude. Like, this is well. I've already said this. I'm not gonna beat a dead horse, especially because he's already gone. Don't get no, him yeah. But I, I, I'm just saying, like, but you need somebody who's gonna hit on a lot. Of it was either we were so bad we had a top five pick, or people just slid to him, and it's like I understand. You know, he could have made a mistake and picked someone else instead of the people who were sliding. That turned out to be good, but I mean, still, like, I'm not, I was not a huge fan of his at all. Like, 
Yeah, well, I, and I'm, I'm just saying, like, you need somebody who's in it. Like, the way you fill out depth is third, Late fourth, round. fifth, Late sixth, round. seventh, eighth. Like, because that either way, you fill out your depth. Like, I think it's asking a lot of Thule to be a starter at, you know, what is he, like, 21, 22 years old? Like, and he was, like, a second-round pick or third or whatever it is. Like, he just texted me. Who texted you? Karen, she says Alohi stays. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I told, hey, get in the comments. That's what I said. <laughs> you know, I personally don't see it. I don't understand. Like, you know, you'd hope you could find someone better, you know, but that's just my opinion. I don't think he covers well. I think, I don't think he tackles well. Sure, sometimes he'll get a few turnovers, but. It's not consistent enough, in my opinion. And I think you need to really find someone for Derwin. But I was going to tell you this. Uh, I think he'd be a good third. Like, um, yeah. You want to rotate him three or, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not a like, starter, though. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, he's a yeah, starter. Yeah, Maybe yeah. a depth piece, sure. But uh, I was going to say, I think if you get Jim, uh, I think a lot of these guys will restructure and come in because I think they're going to want to play for him. And I think – He's going to hopefully do something that hasn't been done in a while. So, but I mean, we'll see. Charger fans watching the Rose Bowl as if Jim Harbaugh was their head. Coach. Yeah, but, hey, it's the same colors. It's the same colors. Does the natty count? I thought this was hilarious. Dude, I just think it just pisses me off. Like today, I saw something on Twitter that was talking about Sid Gilman, Hall of Fame head coach for the Chargers. And it was like, oh, yeah, he won an uh, AFL championship. I'm like, God damn it, I hate that. They have, like, I, I don't know how many AFL championships they've won. Obviously, it doesn't mean diddly squat because there's no Lombardis in the trophy case. But I'm like, by I the way, uh, shout out to Karen. We love Karen. Karen, yeah, shout uh, out Karen. Shout been out to Day One supporter. We, uh, day we One. Karen. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Dan, Dan's going back to Monday Night Raw. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh but definitely um it's it's gonna be interesting to see what what transpires in the next few days because i mean after the chargers game that next day is the the national championship between uh michigan and uh and washington and and that tuesday that tuesday is gonna be very interesting after that game because no you know what's gonna be interesting the post game interview with harbaugh Oh yeah, win or well, lose. Hopefully they win, but well, I mean, if they win, it's going to be a lot more interesting. If they lose, I, like <laughs> you don't want to take the guy off, but well, who, they, people have a job. Reporters don't care. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, no, no, no but well, they have their favorites. So either way, um, I think uh, I think Michigan will beat them. You don't beat Ohio State, and you don't beat Alabama to, to lose. To yeah, it just seems it just them. seems like because of who they've beaten. You kind of have like you that 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 momentum, yeah. yeah, yeah. You have that path, but definitely, uh, I think it's gonna start heating. Like, well, I mean, obviously, it's the end of the season, but as soon as this game's over, like, it really starts heating up. I think, yeah, I think if he the wins, Chargers it, don't have to do anything. Like, it's not like everybody's wondering, like, from is he gonna oh, get fired? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like already done. But you know, um, you know, you know what's the craziest part to me, right? Is like. Last year it was Sean Payton. This year it's uh, Jim Harbaugh. So it's like it seems like it. Well, it seems like it. Well, I mean, both were he dominant go, narratives. Go, well, no, he could go back to Michigan though. I know but that's what I'm saying. Both are dominant narratives. Like what I would be worried about seriously if I was a Charger fan or front office or whoever. What the hell are you going to do if he signs back with Michigan? Because that right there is going to put you in a tailspin and you're going to, I hope they have a backup plan, but who knows if we're, they're that forward thinking, but I think and honestly, my opinion is a stooge. He wins the natty. He's going to say, all right, I got this one. Now I need to go to the one that was robbed or eluded or that has eluded him or however you want to phrase it. Yeah. He wants to, he wants to be like Steve young and get that monkey off his back. He wants to go get a super bowl. Well, and, and not just that, but remember he lost a big brother. That's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, John's older. and I, I think, no, I thought Jim was older. Um, either way, he lost to his brother, which that is not good, but you know, and in the other, and in, and in, yeah, John Harbaugh is older. Oh, really? John, well, I didn't know John's that. 61. Jim is six, uh, 15. Well, J Jim's Jim is now he just 60, turned 60. But, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't but know that. I didn't the know that. The thing is, the thing is, too, 
is that Jim uh, Jim had said, and obviously, again, I don't take what a lot of like insiders and all these other people say just because yeah. I've learned stuff within the business. But because Adam is a Michigan Wolverine guy, he said that Jim said he wanted to leave that place in a good place. And it's already in a good place. Like you've beat Ohio State three years, three years in, a, in row. a row. Yeah. You've been in the na- you've been here three times now in a row. But if he wins a national championship and he can ride off into the sunset, yes, he may pull a Pete Carroll in the sense of there may be a suspension looming. Yeah. And he's leaving before the suspension comes down. But hell, and I think his def- somebody's gonna take like the uh somebody's gonna take over for him, but they're gonna leave Michigan in a good place. But now it's about, okay, you won your national championship. Now it's about going back into the NFL and trying to win your Super Bowl, trying to get what you've never had before and trying to get it. Um, And that's why I think, like, because I I, I heard the Raider. I I saw Vinny Bonsignor's story and everything. Yeah. But the thing is, and this is my honest opinion, are you really going to – are you really gonna pull the uh, the rug from underneath the players twice in a row? Yeah, you already did it with Rich Passaccia a couple of yeah. years ago. Yeah, and you went to go get Josh McDaniels, and we all know how that turned out. Yeah, are you gonna? And here is your star player, and I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna happen with Devonte Adams as soon as the season's over. Will they trade him to the Jets? Will yeah. he want out? Will he go somewhere else? Who knows. But this is Devontae Adams talking about uh, Antonio about Pierce. Antonio Pierce um, after practice. Yeah, I mean it's it's obviously who I wanted. That's that's my vote, and I've I've been vocal about that. And that's um, you know that's that's basically how the whole locker room feels, and you know with good reason. I mean he's coming in and done done a great job, and you know he's continued to to win us over. It's not just the the comfortable thing. I think um, having AP here will will be. Uh, you know, it'll be good for this this organization. He's he kind of embodies what it means to be a Raider and that mentality, that swag, and you know all the things that he endorses is is the things that I believe in. So um, it's easy for a guy like me, especially having dealt with him a little bit this year now and gotten to know him and see his evolution, you know, in front of the team and you know all those things, all the all the different fields of, of being a head coach. So definitely, definitely um, rooting for him. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. To get a guy like him to say that, like that's huge for. But I mean, for, in all honesty, if in all in all one hundred percent, you're absolutely right. You know, Antonio Pierce, I think would be perfect for that organization. Uh, I think the Chargers and the Raiders are almost exact opposites, right? Whereas the Raiders took two two big swings and missed on both. The Chargers did the opposite. They kind of bunted, got singles or whatever, with you know first year head coaches, coordinators, and. Obviously, clearly, both methods have not worked. I think it's now they switch back and, you know, let the Chargers go get the home run with Jim Harbaugh and then keep Antonio Pierce, the first-year head coach. But in my opinion, I just don't see what the attraction of the Raider job is over the Charger job if I'm Jim Harbaugh. Well, the fact is is that that – Mark Davis would open up his wallet. I think they have more cap. Well, I understand. Room. I understand that aspect of it and stuff. But the like problem that. is the quarterback. That's what I'm saying. Like the draft pick, exactly. Like, and then it's so funny because I saw Raider fans on on Vinny's story, and they're like, "Hell no, he's gonna go get JJ McCarthy, draft JJ <laughs> McCarthy, and try and make a in the first round and try and make a Mark quarterback." <laughs> and they're like, "He's the same thing as Aiden O'Connell." So I think what they need to do is keep AP. And uh, and just go get an offensive coordinator that's the same as uh, as Patrick Graham, like somebody who's yeah. who's uh, who can do big things over there on that side. But I just I, I think the Commanders are kind of a team that also could compete for Jim Harbaugh, just because I know they don't have the quarterback, but I think they have some good pieces there. Yeah, they have a good defensive piece. They have some yeah. good defensive pieces. I think they have some good offensive pieces, um, yeah. so they have some some interesting stuff there. But uh, but with the Chargers, the quarterback, and yeah. Like if you take what Greeny said on ESP on the Pat McAfee show, yeah. what he said on Get Up that he values Herbert more than he does Mahomes 
Burrow, all yeah. these guys. That's what I feel like Herbert's missing, by the way. I feel like Herbert's missing a coach like this that's just going to oh, go get him. Well, one is – and this is what I told Gilbert when they first – are right after the first season of Herbert is don't ever stop getting this kid weapons. And I know, like – and I'm not trying to, like, crap on anybody or any of this, but Jalen Guyton, Alex Erickson, like, stuff, like – no yeah like you need to keep on getting this guy weapons like and i understand at the beginning of the season it was supposed to be mike williams keenan allen quentin johnson josh palmer and then uh darius davis i get that but at the same time like you always have to be getting this kid weapon and i know the injuries i get it like that stuff is a factor but at the same time like always got to be getting this guy weapons finding guys getting them uh not resting on your laurels in a sense. And yeah. um, and then at tight end, like, again, I think Gerald Everett would be a solid number two. Yeah. Maybe with, like, a Brock Bowers. or, But you need to go get a number one tight end. Like, yeah. Dan Fouts had his Kellen Winslow. Phillip Rivers and Drew Brees had their Antonio Gates. Go get this guy his number one tight end. Like, look at uh, Mahomes. He has Kelsey. Um the the 49ers have uh kittle like and I, and again and i know people are gonna look back and be like oh who are the guys tom brady had gronk and it, yeah. it, it that's the stuff though like you need playmakers and you need to get this guy weapons but then you also need somebody who's not afraid of the big moments and i feel like jim harbaugh's not afraid of it no but then at the same time it's like it just, I don't know. It just it just feels like I said there's a lot new... more questions than answers yeah, until we figure like out who it's gonna one be. Thing that Charger fans are in unison about. Yeah. But uh but I mean we'll see. And I and I, I hate saw... spending I hate spending so much time on talking about Harbaugh. Yeah. Because yeah. it feels like if if he isn't the guy and it ends up being because I mean, in my opinion, and I'm just gonna be completely honest, for some reason it feels like it's gonna end up being Dan Quinn. Because I feel like that kind of feels like a Chargers move where it's Dan Quinn. They get to keep Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator. I don't they know don't why have to fire him uh, uh, and keep on paying him in a sense. Um, they get to keep the quarterback's coach. He handles the, de- the offense while Quinn handles the defense and the overseeing. Dan Quinn's been a defensive or he's been a head coach before. Yeah. They get the veteran head coach you know, that everybody says that they need. And it's um, funny too because I mean, I saw something about that on Twitter and they were like, You want to this guy lost 28 to 3 in the Super Bowl and you want to bring him to the Chargers? Isn't that the most chargering thing or something like that? And I was like, uh, I understand that point, but I mean, like, in my mind, the guy turned around the Atlanta Falcons, like if I remember correctly, there were nobody with, you know, Mr. Pringle man or whatever his name was. I already forgot what his name was. You know, I don't remember them being that good. Uh, the Falcons when Quinn took over, I don't remember the Falcons being that good with what was his name? Was it Arthur? No, Arthur Smith is right now. It was. Some- own- Are you talking about the owner? No, I'm talking about the head coach before Quinn took over. He was a white guy. I thought he had a mustache. You know, I don't remember them being that good before he took them over. And when he took them over, he turned them into a championship squad. He turned them into a championship team. They were dominant. Well, I don't obviously not dominant, but they made it. They were in the playoffs, but they were in the playoffs several years. You're talking about Mike Smith. Mike Smith. Yeah, Mike Smith. I don't remember them being that good under him at all. You know, and they were good with Dan Reeves. They made it to a Super Bowl with Dan Reeves. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that was like what the nineties or early two thousands? Yeah. And then it so it was Dan Reeves and then Jim Mora and then oh, the wow. debacle that was Bobby Petrino, <laughs> then Mike Smith, then Dan Quinn, then Raheem Morris, and then Raheem uh, Morris was the head coach there at one point? Yeah, I think he was I think he was the interim though. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably interim for Dan Quinn, but I mean, Dan Quinn again turned that team around. I understand the Super Bowl went the way it went. Uh, I just part of me puts that a little more on Shanahan, also. But oh, sorry, Dan Reeves. Dan Reeves. Sorry, Dan Reeves did not make it to. They made it to an NFC Championship. Oh, okay. okay, My bad. They didn't make it to a Super Bowl. Like I don't think Dan Quinn would be the worst thing, in my opinion. Like I think. 
you know, I saw one thing floating around that it was probably Bienemy or Harbaugh, just because they're both former Chargers. I still don't think you should get a first year head coach, uh, even though you know everybody is all uh, uh, hot and bothered with Bienemy that he should be a head coach and other things like that. You know, I just don't know, in my opinion, if you'd go get him. Uh, but I think, you know, I think it ha- if it's not Jim Harbaugh, I think it's going to be a tough uh, pill to swallow for a lot of fans. And I think it's going to be tough to sell tickets like that. Well, and I mean, that's the thing is that like we've heard from a lot of different people that the Charger are trying to take that cheap narrative off of them. That yeah. I mean, you are in L.A. You can't do that. Like you like the Clippers are about to open their new stadium. You have like you still have to compete against the Rams. The yeah. Lakers, the Dodgers, like Shohei Otani just went to the Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, you have the Lakers, you have the Clippers, like you have a lot to compete with in LA. And I mean, you've made some nice headway with Justin Herbert, but you need more. Like if you need you, a win. A player's you, not gonna do it enough. You need exactly, a win. Exactly, exactly. So, like, if you got Jim Harbaugh, like the media, the media circus would be nuts with Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I'm I'm telling you right now, Jim Harbaugh's not gonna say a lot. Yeah, but no. He's going to bring the aura, the swagger, yeah. dude. Yeah, the yeah, khakis, yeah, yeah. The exactly. sweater, Frau. Exactly. The gloves. Yeah, so it's going to be. I, I, uh, not, I can't wait, and I hope it happens that he gets hired. I can't wait for the first Sunday where he's hitting Herbert on the pad, smiling, getting all excited and everything else. Like, that's going to be an awesome photo. Oh, that that would be interesting. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next few days, but. But they just need to. Uh, they they uh, they really need to hit a home run. This is a really important hire for them because a lot rides on this, especially yeah. with what's coming up. Um, I mean, you you have, and again, like Gilbert and I were discussing this. Like, yeah, it might be a short marriage, but what if in that short four year marriage he wins you a super Gilbert? And I, you weren't you weren't in here when he said it, but he's like. Well, what if like Jim can get you to a Super Bowl? Like that's better than anything you've done. And I'm like, I don't know if uh no getting I, there's not enough. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what I was saying. He's like, Well, what if he wins you one? And and that's what I was telling Gilbert. I'm like, if he wins you one, like who like after that, like who cares what happens? Who gives like, a shit? I'm going yeah, out on my he back. He won dude. you one. Like I'm that's done. all that matters. So yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens, but uh, but I just have to like it, like I said, this is going to be really interesting. Uh, what's going to happen the next few days, and and uh, and it, it just feels like um, it just feels like he he needs to be the guy for the charge, and the, and the Spanos family can't like they can't mess this up. It it, no. it it just feels like it'd be the perfect marriage for him. And like I said before, Greeny, like I said, I think it's going to end up being Dan Quinn just because of his if history's taught us anything. Yeah, but uh, but I mean, we'll see. But again, Greeny did not send that out by accident. Like when when you have relationships like that, yeah, you ask the person like, "Hey, is it okay if I say this?" Yeah, putting out feelers. Yeah, Harbaugh or Harbaugh's people said, "Oh yeah, yeah," or Harbaugh's people said, "Hey, remember when we when Harbaugh?" Go ahead and throw that out there. So yeah, yeah. I mean, and honestly, I like Quinn's I know a tough sell though, dude. Like in I the know, comments, I and in I the comments, in the comments, let us know what you think if Dan Quinn would be an easy sell for you or not. Like, don't get me wrong. Out of you know some of these guys, I wouldn't mind it because I think Ben Johnson. Some of these guys, I think there there's too many wild cards, dude, and I don't know if they would be that game changer because again you didn't like you you did not like that cowboys game i know that oh i was pissed dude but like part of it I, part of it i don't even blame ben johnson like it's what jared the hell is jared golf doing like again i yeah. keep saying he's not i keep saying this the lions are a quarterback away from being elite and so are the dolphins like they just they need to figure that position out because golf unfortunately like yeah he had a good two minute drive and everything else but he set you back with that interception and they scored, I think, a field goal. And it's like if they don't if they he doesn't give that up and he can drive and milk the clock, you score a touchdown, it's game over. You're fighting for the number one seed. You know what I mean? And like yeah, that's what bothers me. It's like Jared Goff, I feel like is holding that team back. Does it piss um, you off knowing that the Chiefs are were like catchable this year? Of course it pisses me off. I've said this 
in John Spanos' tenure. When did he start being president of football operations, by the way? Was Do you know? Let, look that up for me. I've said this. I've, I've been pissed about it since his tenure, probably, around Telesco. Uh, I've been pissed since Telesco's tenure that in those 11 years that Telesco's with this team, he not only saw the... May 2015. Oh, yeah. So he and Telesco around the same time. Telesco might have had a little more. No, but Telesco in that, was... Uh... January 2013. Oh, 13. Yeah, two years. It's not that it's not that much difference. In that same span, okay. You saw the Chiefs, I think they were at the bottom. Broncos were at the top. They Wait, dominated when? uh in that span. They dominated. No, no, no. Andy Reid was already there. Oh, in 2015 and all that? Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're Andy Reid Andy Reid made the jump into so the Chargers no, could have hired Andy Reid in 2013. Telesco was the manager when the Broncos won the Super Bowl and were winning were winning the uh yeah. division. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So fine. In Telesco's tenure, you see the Broncos make a resurgence, win a Super Bowl, and then they're starting that come up again now. In that same tenure that Telesco was there. You see the same thing with the Chiefs. The Chiefs were not as good. They become a little bit average, and now they've become dominant after the Broncos fell down. And it's like, I just don't understand how you let two teams dominate you for 11 years. And any single time you've been close, it's a mistake here, a bad signing there, like uh, uh, the wrong head coach hiring or whatever else. And it's just frustrating to see that. It's like these teams have these booms and busts, and before after their bust on their way up, we still haven't figured it out because we're on a new head coach. So of course it's frustrating to me. I think we've been able to catch the uh Chiefs since basically uh Lynn's twelve and four year. That year pissed me off when some of the stupid things that they did. They were able to catch them, I think, to let or Staley's second year where they oh no, no, no. Or maybe the first year when they dropped a stupid game to the Texans, they dropped another game. They dro- they dropped too many games that are just idiotic. Like I don't. Yeah, you know, of course it's frustrating because I've said it before. I don't think the Chiefs are as good as people think, especially now. Uh, I think they've always been catchable. The problem is the Chargers, especially in her Telesco's tenure, love to hang on to players that they didn't need for whatever reason. They hang they hung on to players too long. And it just never panned out. And it's like, of course it's frustrating to see. We're on our third head coach since probably Andy Reid's been there, or our fourth head coach since Andy Reid's been there. Like, it it shows you where the organization is heading. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, just real quick, I'm not going to go through our usual thing because, I mean, uh, just give me a prediction. Who wins this weekend? Uh, Give me the Chiefs. We've seen what Andy Reid does with a backup. Uh. I'll say I'll say the Chiefs win as well. Um, I'm honestly surprised at you. Why? I didn't think you would say the Chiefs would win. Well, I mean, what do you want me to say? We've seen what Andy Reid's done with the backup. He's beaten Phillip Rivers with the backup and a win in your end game. He's, you, you know, know what? I I remember that game. They oh. almost won that other one. Yeah, that was the last game in San Diego, I think. No, 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 that was no, a crap that, was, year, uh, yeah. that was in Kansas City. Yeah, but I honestly year. thought uh I honestly thought you would um you would be in uh what's it called? I thought you would be in solidarity though. About what? With uh with your boy. Because right now the Chiefs are ten and six. So I thought you'd be in solidarity with your boy. Oh, Coach JB? Yeah. <laughs> Chiefs Queendom! Can't wait for tomorrow's Coach JB show with Big Smitty. We're going in on this. I think I predicted the Chiefs record to be 10-7. and seven. Everyone said I was crazy and a hater. They're 9-6. They're going to be 10-7. and seven. Fuck, boys. Who's? You're a dumbass. <laughs> Absolute legend. I thought Absolute you'd be in solidarity legend. with uh I just I just JB. don't see it. They'll probably put up a fight and everything else, but no, and, and, and honestly the Chargers need to they need yeah, to, they need to that lose. let them lose, let the Titans win, yeah. and hopefully we sneak in a few spots down, but it is what it is. Uh Michigan or Washington? Give me Michigan, dude. Like I said, 
I I was I'm not impressed a fan. with Penix though. I think Penix. Yeah, I don't know how. Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm maybe he'll fall to Penix the Raiders. Caleb Williams. Yeah, maybe he'll fall to the Raiders. Come on, Frown. You saw his penthouse. You don't get a penthouse like that by mistake in L.A. I'm ta- I'm taking Michael Penix over Caleb. I'll Williams. tell you one thing. I still I hate you know the college football playoff in my opinion. Well, the, we're not going to have this problem next year because it's twelve teams, but. You know, I just don't like when they put like I don't think a Pac-12 team is going to beat one of these guys. You know what I mean? That's just my opinion. Obviously, I'm not super into it like everybody else, but I still think, you know, the best team was Georgia and Georgia should have been in over Washington. My opinion. Washington's in the final. What are you yapping about? Yeah, because they beat Texas, but you're going to put Texas because they beat Alabama, I guess. So I'm I'm good with I, I'm just I not a huge fan of the really I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the Pac-12. Like I think if it would have been Georgia Washington, Georgia probably steamrolls Washington. What are you gonna say honestly. if Washington beats Michigan? Then I'm gonna say wow, my respects, my kudos to you. I'm I'm gonna say uh, I guess you know they choked another one away, Michigan. I don't know. All I right, just, well, I just don't think you lose to. Uh, I don't think you beat. Ohio State, you beat Alabama just a crapshoot with Washington. Yeah, like I, I think the national championship was played Alabama versus Michigan, and I, and I think Washington's defense is a little bit it's sus. Yeah, so. yeah, they put up they yeah. allowed like thirty points, dude, or whatever yeah. it was. But but I just uh, I just hope it's not you know a massacre like we saw last year. That's the only thing I'm hoping that it's not. We appreciate you guys so much for checking out another episode of What's Up Bolts. Uh, thank you guys so much for checking it out. Dan and Dago will be taking a little bit of a leave of absence. Uh, we'll see if we're able to I get them it. next uh, next week or not. But uh, but make sure you guys are on the lookout for when we drop another episode. Uh, may have to have Hilberto tag in uh, for Dan and Dago, but we'll see what happens. But again, thank you guys so much uh, for rocking with us. Uh, make sure you guys uh, hit the notification so you know when any episode drops. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you be a compa, tell a compa about what your compas on the beat are doing. Thank you guys so much. Have a good rest of your week and have a great weekend. Thank you guys so much.